I can't believe I let down everybody. I let down myself. I let down my family. I let down, I let down my country. I let down God. <laughs> yeah, God. God fucking smite, smit, smit, smitten, smitten, smit, smite, smooth, smit, smooth. Yes, he hurt you. Hello and welcome to the Lyric Boys. I'm Lucian Flores, and with me is Andrew, the Stieglitz. You're so sensual, Lucian. Thank you. The way you speak. I think it's so one of my many strengths. Uh, so this <laughs> in this podcast, we take one of our favorite bands and we pick ten of their most insane, most ridiculous, craziest, funniest lyrics, and we talk about it. It's literally that simple. Anyone can listen to it. Anyone can get it. But it's a great, great time. And today we are talking about Weezer. Yes, I love Weezer. Another one of my favorites. Uh. Weezer, you want you want me to uh, dive into a little little backstory on Weezer here? Yeah, you're the Weezer expert of the two. I, I don't know them nearly as well as you do. I will say about Weezer, uh, they are simultaneously the best band and the worst band. Okay. They put out absolute brilliant stuff, and then they put out the worst music you've ever heard in your life at the same time. So when when we talk about Weezer, what do you, what do you say like the genre is? Um. Okay. Well, Wikipedia classifies them as. Mm. Are you ready for these? I'm ready. Rock. Alternative rock. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Alternative rock, a power pop, pop rock, pop punk, geek rock, and emo. Interesting. I would classify them really as just like. I mean, it really depends the era you're talking about. Overall, I would just say that they're like a pop power pop or like pop rock. Okay. And what's like uh, in your mind the go-to Weezer albums? Blue album is one hundred percent. Pinkerton is also one hundred percent. I mean, as you go, uh, the earlier the better. So like Blue album, mm. first album, then Pinkerton, and then Green album. Then I would say I think that their most underrated album is the one after Green album, which is Maladroit. I think that that does not get nearly as enough credit that it deserves yeah um i think also red album has some jams that are underrated and i think of the recent stuff the white album and everything will be all right in the end are the two best of the like 2010s stuff cool and Weezer, uh, everything else is ignorable and weezer is led by rivers cuomo right is he rivers uh, cuomo lyricist harvard songwriter, grad harvard grad Harvard grad. He went to Harvard in between recording Pinkerton and the Green Album. So this, I, I knew a little bit of Pinkerton before we did this, and that's kind of the only Weezer album I had gotten into. I got into them very late, and I, I do like it. But what's interesting about them to me is that like they do make some great songs, but there are definitely some lyrics that I could also could imagine like a joke band making. And well, yet they Pinkerton. like Rivers has the confidence. And wherewithal to be like, whatever, these lyrics are funny and I'm going to leave them in. But our music is like so good that you're going to know where we mean business. Yes. And the thing about Pinkerton is that uh, that album was very, very different when it mm-hmm. came out from their first album. It's it like was, maligned by critics, right? Well, yeah. Well, first it was self-recorded. Okay. So the first album was recorded like professionally. Mm. I think uh, oh, yeah, Rick Ocasek 
from the cars produced that album. Okay. Uh, the second album, Pinkerton, was recorded like at home. I, I don't know okay. where. I mean, I could look this up, but I know that it was self-recorded. So it has such a more like indie feel to it. Like the mm-hmm. drum sound is not as good. It's not as tight. And I, I love that sound. I yeah. think the home recording sound is so cool. And then lyrically, it is he like just dug so deep into himself and mm-hmm. he came out with some lyrics that have drawn some controversy mm-hmm. some lyrics that people say are uh, so at the time critics yes they hated it hated it uh and that caused rivers himself to hate it yeah and so they played it live for like maybe a year or two and then they went on a hiatus and and rivers oh, wow. was just like i cannot He's like, fuck Pinkerton. Fuck, I so regret putting all of this out. I'm so mad at myself that yeah. I made all of this. Uh, and that was the case for years. Even And, and so then that subsequently led to the Green Album, okay. where it's a completely different sound than Pinkerton. Mm. It's super polished. Rick Ocasek is back on the boards. Okay. The lyrics are not introspective at all like Pinkerton was. The yeah. lyrics are very much like they're not really talking about anything they're just kind of like all over the place they're like there's nothing you can tie them to there's nothing controversial yeah. in there whatsoever and we, we'll, it's we definitely very polished power pop we definitely are gonna talk about some pinkerton lyrics but it definitely is like yeah. very vulnerable kind of super vulnerable awkward yeah. things that rivers is talking about that not many people yeah. would feel comfortable i think putting that out yeah a song, lot of people so. even even today a lot of people yeah. have said like the song across the sea for example yeah. is like not cool I think that it just speaks to how vulnerable he was feeling at the time mm-hmm. after Weezer just got famous. The Blue Album was such yeah. a success that it led to uh, he was kind of having, I don't know if he was having a breakdown, but I know that he yeah. was not coping well with the fame. And it led to Pinkerton. And I think those lyrics hold up so well today because mm-hmm. they're so introspective and goofy and weird. And he's like, this is me. This is who I am. I bleed just like you. Well, so we'll get into it, but I, I do want to bring up one Weezer memory that just always sticks in my mind, which is at a, a piano karaoke bar in New York City called Sid Gold's. Andrew Stieglitz, you went up and performed Say It Ain't So by Weezer wearing, this is a classy joint, and you were wearing like just a t-shirt, a band t-shirt with like a sweatshirt on, a hoodie. Which is fine, but it like not didn't match necessarily the attire of most people in this place. And you go up there and absolutely kill Say It and So. You get a rousing applause in this like place where like people are doing like mostly classic rock songs and like, you know, that kind of thing. And then you exit the stage and you are swarmed by multiple women in like <laughs> dressed to the nines, like full on party dresses like really put together and they're just like andrew like (laughs) and they're like how do i pick a song and they like hand you the sheet that basically just says like write the song and the artist you want it's very (laughs) obvious and easy how to do it but you had you just you your weezer song your, your talent for singing wooed so many people in that audience that they forgot how to simply select a song yeah, that's pretty crazy to me that that happened. Uh, I have since sung that song uh, yeah. every single time I've gone to pickles. <laughs> <laughs> You're just hiding behind it. You're like, 
clearly this worked and i will do it again imagine if like <laughs> yeah that that's like how i can flirt is like i just yes. go up to a girl in a bar and she's like Ugh, i'm not interested and then i just belt say it ain't so and she's <laughs> like oh start swooning that doesn't happen to me because I, I try to make up for my lack of voice with my show, pre- with my presence, with my uh, with my stage presence. It doesn't quite work out. Right. <laughs> I, I also have since uh, done some really bad, not bad, but like performances at Sid Gold yeah. that were maybe rather not nearly as good. All, no. Very drunk. Yes. Anyway. That is a place where we will get absolutely shit-faced and sing the most ridiculous songs post quarantine everyone go to sid gold's in new york city it's a great vibe it's a great time support it so let's get into this give give me your first weezer lyric number okay so i picked i picked a lot because uh, Mm. i wanted to have some backups and also like how can you choose just one well just give Uh, me one you got to pick right now you got to choose which one you want to talk about immediately here we go Let's go uh, one of my favorite Weezer songs from okay. Pinkerton. Okay. The Good Life. Okay. I love this song. I love the chorus. I have a couple of sections from the song. Okay. The first section is a pre-chorus after the first verse, which goes, Broken, beaten down, can't even get around. Without an old man cane, I fall and hit the ground. Shivering in the cold, I'm bitter and alone. And then the chorus, which is, and I don't want to be an old man anymore. It's been a year or two since I was out on the floor. Shaking booty, making sweet love all the night. It's time I got back to the good life. Amazing. I like the quick change of just like this this song where it's like, I feel so worn down by life. I feel like an old man. Relatable. And then it's just like, I want to shake my ass on the dance floor. Great. Yes. Like I love that transition. I love how he says in this like very uh kind of an indie rock type mm-hmm. song that he's just like shaking booty making sweet love all the night <laughs> that's so great i also want to let rivers know that that doesn't have to stop when you are an old man yeah hasn't it, he seen dirty grandpa with robert de niro and and zach efron he hasn't seen that movie that's crazy if he rivers go watch that movie I guess this predated that, but I'd like to imagine yes. that now he realizes that old men could shake booty <laughs> and make love as well. That movie revolutionizing the dialogue around old men shaking yeah. booty. Yeah. It's yeah. um so what I want to ask is have you ever felt uh like you used to go out and do and shake booty and make sweet love all the night and that now you're an old man? Like is this is this relatable to you? that as have a, you ever shaken booty on the dance floor i have at some point for sure shaken my booty but i don't feel that necessarily related to feeling like an old man there's days i definitely feel like an old man and i'm like i i am sore and i life has gone on for a long time but then there's times, you know, I, right now I don't feel that necessarily. I feel it's more quarantine preventing me from shaking booty on the dance floor. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this, I'm definitely realizing how relevant this is. Yeah. If I if this were 2020, I, it's not me feeling like an old man. It's me feeling like a hermit in yes. like, you know, my in, in the wilderness who's simply cannot go to bars anymore. 
Yeah. It, it, well, it does sometimes make me feel like an old man. Like, you know, like it's mm. a Friday night and I'm just like sitting at home yes. and I'm like, I should be like, I did have this thought, like even just last week where it's mm-hmm. like, I should be going out, shaking booty, making sweet love all the night. Yeah. And I'm not. And I'm sad about that. So my first song is Undone, the sweater song. Yeah. I was going to pick from this too, but, uh, there was just so many good ones that, that this came so later for me. My lyric is, if you want to destroy my sweater, hold this thread as I walk away. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, that's like the least badass version of walking away from an explosion, like in an action movie. <laughs> yeah. Because that's cool. This is just like, all right, hold on to this. I'm going to keep walking until my sweater is all undone. It's going to take a good two hours <laughs> You're going to be like, why am I a part of this? I did not sign up for this. <laughs> just just to humor hours. you, Rivers, as you want to make a cool exit. I'm not following Exit, or maybe he's like, hey, lady, in order to undress me, <laughs> Jesus, grab this thread, wait six and a half hours, and I'm going to be naked. It seems <laughs> naked only from the top up. <laughs> And then grab this thread on my pants and do the same thing for another six and a half hours. That seems like something a very ultra orthodox religious sect would do. Where it's like the first time you're allowed to see someone naked or like you've just been married and now you can procreate and have children. You must (laughs) pull the sweater thread and simply walk away as time passes and then you're naked. That's the ritual. And there are lines in that song where it's like, I don't want to destroy your sweater. So somebody is telling him, mm. please don't make me pull your thread again. How many times do you think he's asked somebody, pull my thread? I would be annoyed if someone tried this on me. I'd say, listen, I could easily just take this sweater off like a normal person. You yeah. don't need me to walk away for three miles as the sweater unravels. Yeah, it's a nice sweater. Why would you, why would you yeah. destroy that sweater? Alrighty, Stieglitz, look at this. We're moving along. Give us your second lyric. Okay, another one from Pinkerton. Uh, Let me pull up and make sure that it's... Sometimes Lyrics Genius labels things in a weird way. You're just obsessed with the pre-chorus, chorus, verse, label. Well, no, because I kind of jump around a little Mm. bit and because there's so many good lyrics in these songs that I, I can't just pick one. So this is from the song El Scorcho. Yes. Great, great song. Uh, and my lyric is verse two into the... Oh, it's actually just all verse two. Okay. I asked you to go to the Green Day concert. You said you never heard of them. How cool is that? So I went to your room and read your diary. Watching grunge leg drop new jack through a press table. And then my heart stopped. Listening to Cho Cho San fall in love all over again. Now, lot to digest there. Lot to in digest. reading these lyrics, mm-hmm. uh, I, I always thought, like, what the fuck is he saying? Watching yeah. grunge, leg drop, New Jack through a press table. So reading wrestling. these lyrics, that's in well, that's in quotes. So he says before that he says, "Read your diary," and mm-hmm. this is, it seems like because it's in quotes, it's a diary entry. Yeah, that's part of the diary entry. So that makes a lot more sense to me reading it on Lyric Genius. I'm uh, glad you could have this breakthrough. Uh, well, I had this breakthrough as I was re- picking the lyrics wow. for, for the podcast. But that that is a breakthrough as long as I've been listening to the song. I'm like, oh, that's what... 
And then he says, what I really love about this is I asked you to, the, to go to the Green Day concert. You said you never heard of them. How cool is that? So <laughs> I went to your room and read your diary. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about here. I, this is one that I picked as well. I think it's, for me, it's so funny because it's just really burying the lead of like, the, the mischievous bad wrong deed that he's done it's like okay cool like you didn't know the national that's cool i'll get to show you the national and then i went in your room i opened your diary i read it all <laughs> i changed all your typos i added some more details about things that i could fill in uh, yeah and like um you know she she didn't know the strokes and then i took her credit card and bought myself a jet ski yeah, she didn't Simple. know uh, Beyonce, so I raided her house and stole all of her belongings and threw them in a dumpster and lit them on fire. It makes it seem like a, the way he says it makes it, well, it's obviously not a sweet thing, but just like it's delivered where you would expect a sweet thing in a in a song to be. Yes, You would yes. think it's like, I asked you the Green Day concert, you said you never heard of them. How cool is that? We went together and we bonded as friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Instead of no, like, so I broke into your house. I invaded your privacy. And and what about that? The, the way he says it, like, mm-hmm. you said you never heard of them. So, like, as in, like, therefore, yes. I felt it was okay to go and read your diary. It's what about only, not knowing a band makes that okay? In his mind, it's the only natural conclusion. I think he's so obsessed with this person and their mind. And he's just, like, wanting to consume more. He's, like, halfway on the way to becoming a zombie. He's obsessed with brains. Yeah, uh, so maybe this is a problematic uh, lyric that people talk about how Pinkerton has some of that. (laughs) Well, Uh, yeah, (laughs) there's definitely a bunch of him just being like, well, my second lyric is from Across the Sea, also on Pinkerton. Oh, good. Okay. Let's get into that. Okay, so there's a lot from this one. But basically, this song is about him getting like fan mail from where? Where is he? He's from like a teenage girl. Yeah, from a small city in Japan. From a small... Okay, so from a Japanese teenage girl, he's getting fan mail. Yes. So Rivers... He loves... Uh, this is a theme, by the way, throughout Pinkerton. Yes. Is, especially in El Scorcho. Yes. He says, the first verse is, God damn, you have Japanese girls do it to me every time. Yeah. That's why, I mean, if I release this album, I would definitely be like, wow, I, I really admitted all of those <laughs> things. So in this one, he says, they don't make stationery like this where I'm from. So fragile, so refined. So I sniff and I lick your envelope and fought a little pieces every time. I wonder what clothes you wear to school. I wonder how you decorate your room. I wonder how you touch yourself and curse myself for being across the sea. Mm-hmm. So this is another thing that's like starts sweet. It's like, oh, this, this stationery is so interesting and so different than the stationery I'm used to. It's so sophisticated. So I'm sniffing and licking your envelope and one and thinking about you touching yourself just like naturally like we're we're moving on we're jumping through hoops yeah. oh and like, yeah and this this is the line that like still causes controversy today that i wonder how you touch yourself at night where it's like he's talking about this 18 year old girl mm-hmm. and he's imagining her it's just like very like kind of pedophilic <laughs> in a way it's, and it's his fan too it's like fan mail yes that uh, he's now obsessed with this person however I would take a lyric like this any mm-hmm. day off of 
some of the stuff that came later that's mm-hmm. just like about nothing and it's just fluff and it's just like oh it's non-controversial so i'm just gonna sing about it like this like getting into river's brain yeah and like getting into like oh my god he really thought that like he really like everybody has some occasional thoughts that are like if you put them on a yes. record people yeah. would be like oh fuck like that's weird that you would think that yeah so this it's like you appreciate him being so vulnerable to share so these open. inner darks yeah. yeah which is, i understand then why also when it was panned and people like made fun of it how how much he would feel just like hurt and and oh, yeah. awkward and self-conscious yeah uh i pulled some youtube comments for this lyric my favorite one is this song is kind of creepy lmao <laughs> but i think that's the whole point of the album it's beautiful cry emoji yeah <laughs> just, just the whole gambit of emotions there it's creepy laughing my ass off but that's the whole point beautiful i'm crying <laughs> <laughs> yeah rivers will do that to you and then this uh, yeah oh keep going keep going this is my simp song for wanting to have a japanese or korean girlfriend but don't worry, I'm Filipino, and I'm immune to the yellow fever. Just okay. <laughs> thank you for that comment, <laughs> Mister. Get off the fucking computer. Um, oh my god. I just like the idea that's like, listen, it's okay. I'm Filipino. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm immune. Um, people. Oh, I guess another problematic thing is like people say that rivers like was fetishizing yes. Asian people, which is very obvious. I, I, I we never we shouldn't yes. have to mention that, but yeah, that's like I don't yeah, it definitely is happening in here. It's like him and Donald Glover in my mind for musicians who yes. fetishize like Asian people in their songs. Yeah. But it's a good image of like like mm-hmm. of if nerd you're in core. a foreign country, I'm not talking about like an Asian country. I'm just talking about any foreign country, any place that's foreign to you even like a different state and you find something that you're like oh my god they don't make this yeah. where i come from and you sniff it and fall to little pieces every time that's if, a nice visual. if a strange person from across the river sent me marmite i would open the, the marmite up it's like a marmite? disgusting british breakfast treat <laughs> uh give me give me your third whole lyric number three my third whole lyric is from uh okay here's another one i so many pinkerton i'm sorry yeah i realized we're that was my last pinkerton one so this is my last pinkerton one it is from tired of sex i almost picked this and i want to talk about this because so the lyric is i'm tired so tired i'm tired of having sex Mm -hmm. let's dive in here a little bit and in the grand scheme of pinkerton the first track on this album, he's he's saying that he's tired of having sex, right? He's tired of the mm-hmm. fame. He gets these girls every night. He wants true love to happen, right? Okay, you're tired of having sex. But then he's, like, getting uh, handwritten notes from people across mm-hmm. the sea and, like, falling to pieces and, like, wondering how they touch themselves. So which is it, Rivers? I don't want to put my analysis hat on, and I'll do that later. So I'll just get into... And, to, and just to the literals of this lyric... Uh-huh. To me, I listen to it. I'm like, oh wow, look at us. We got a man who likes to fuck a lot. He's he's just been having <laughs> like so much sex. It means nothing to him. He's just like, ah, I find myself in these situations. 
and it just happens and I'm so tired of it. I'm just, wow, I'm really weary about it. Just like, huh, I guess like, look at me, look at me as Rivers Cuomo. I'm just having too much sex again. Fucking it's really got to stop this. Unbelievable. Shut up, Rivers. Enjoy it. Well, it's also like you said, it's the whole album is him being like very awkward and uncomfortable. And then in this one, he's just like, I'm just having too much sex. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's going on? What? Which is it? I think his point is, I mean, to put on the analysis cap for a second and say the obvious. His point is that he's tired of these relationships to him that are kind of just physical and, and sexual. And he wants right. he wants love. He wants to find a partner. He wants to, to But also stop complaining one. and fuck. Andrew Stieglitz's advice to Rivers Cuomo. Rivers, if you're Stop listening. You know, he did take like a virginity thing for a while. He like stopped. He didn't have like celibacy for like a few years. Like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I read that, but I didn't know when that was. If that was like at this time or later. No, it was after this. It was like years. It was during like the Beverly Hills era, I think. Mm. Um, celibacy. So what were you gonna, What were you saying? Oh, um, that, that was it. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. it. This podcast episode is brought to you by Celibacy. Yes. Try it out. Uh, go to celibacy.com to save 5%. Save 5% on, on your celibacy sponsor. Never fucking. Do you think uh, there were moments where he's literally like having sex in that moment and he's railing? And as he's railing, he's just like, this sucks. Yep. I'm so tired of this. Probably. <laughs> That's, yep. I, I wonder if Rivers ever what sits a, in his car at like a stoplight. And he's like, damn, I can't believe I released that. Because I think that, too, it's things I say on this podcast or things I've tweeted. I'm like, damn, I can't believe I fucking released that. And this yeah, is on a I much I can't believe I just scale. said railing. I know. I'm embarrassed for you. I think you <laughs> should be ashamed. He has since uh, around like 10 or maybe yes. a little more, 10 years ago, come around. Like when everybody started to mm-hmm. realize that Pinkerton was good, he yeah. was like, oh, yeah, it's good. And like would play it every night. All yeah, the time. that's nice. Uh, this is lyric number three for me? Three or four? Yes. Three. Uh, I did three. three. So, yeah. My third. So, this one is from Cold Dark World. It was on an album in which the cover was red. Do I call that the red album or does it have another name? That's the red album, baby. So, this lyric, River sings, I'm not like the others. I'll be around like a brother. I will protect you. Never disrespect you. But if you need love, then I'll be here to sex you. <laughs> Which completely destroys like the myth of the modern man as like anything other than just a Neanderthal animal who wants to get it on, who wants to get yeah. booty on the dance floor. Because what a creepy lyric. Also, just like any lyric that is like, I'll be here to sex you, just using it as a verb always so makes creepy. me so uncomfortable it's so creepy yeah i'd rather hear you say like railing or something like that <laughs> we know <laughs> we know that is your preferred <laughs> nomenclature for t- to rail somebody is a beautiful visual uh it is it sticks they openly mind. weep yeah yeah to sex you that's like a, I, I just it sounds like and it is in this case like an mm-hmm. old man mm. being like super creepy like those creepy yes. old men who are just like i need to sex right now well, to me this is like the stereotypical nice guy thing it's like i'll be a brother i'll protect you but if you like also 
need sex. I'm here too. Like, guess what? I could do all of that. It's like, yeah. you know, it's that. It's this is about well, the I mean, Joker. I mean, I mean, I don't think that that's a bad thing to think. Yeah, I think the point of this lyric though is that it seems disingenuine that he actually wants to be a friend. It seems like he's unwilling to be that person who's confident and just make his intentions known and said he's hiding behind this false pretense of friendship and that is not good sure no, false no pretense is, is not good but maybe he's okay with both maybe he likes the friendship and also wants to rail yeah maybe maybe that's true maybe that is true i just don't think that's what what is presented here in cold dark worlds yeah well if, if, the thing, this, if that were the truth this creepier. would be sunny bright world where everyone is is willing to speak their truth why uh some of the newer stuff is so bad too is that he does continue to talk like this Mm -hmm. and now he's like what is he like 50 and it's like all right i enough you were young you did it you talked about it you need to move on you can't you can't talk about it like you're 25 year old guy anymore it's it's getting weird which I guess will, uh, as twenty-eight-year-olds, we know all too well, and just sounding Getting weird. We're just put we're it just away. Sound old. Put it back in your pants. All right, give me your fourth Weezer uh, lyric. Fourth Weezer lyric. Oh, what do I choose? Okay, let's go for a Weezer classic, an absolute classic from the song Hash Pipe. Okay. The knee-stocking flavor is a favorite treat of men that don't bother with the taste of the tea. Okay, you got to I don't I'm I'm shook and I'm confused and I, the world is spinning and I don't know what that means. I am too. I also don't know what it means and I was trying to figure this out and I think it means yeah. this. What it, just give me the lyric again. The knee stocking flavor is a favorite treat of men that don't bother with the taste of a teat. Mm. Okay, I think that yeah, I think there I think that's clear now to me even though how what much I don't want to say it out loud. Yes. Uh, okay. Good. So I'm Ugh. on the right track in mind. Let's just say reverse. Yeah. It it's kind of pervy, but what I think it is is that like it's the difference between like some people would say like what kind of parts on a woman you might find attractive, right? Some is people might say that. I think to the river. This this is a song. The rivers is basically saying some people like to go down versus yes. uh, consuming the breast um <laughs> i love that. that was amazing that phrasing right yeah. that's what's happening here and it was just like do we need that etched yeah. into song history do do our ears need to i sound like a boomer right now i sound like you Keith sound Hernandez like during about a mets game being like these modern day players yeah in my day or, you'd get or, hit for that that meatloaf post where meatloaf is just like, can you believe this song WAP by Cardi B? Ah, uh, meat. Meat's uh, getting old. Meat's getting old. Yeah, so I, I think that this is, it's funny because it's, this song is such a hit. It's, okay. and it was played it on like, hash pipe. It was, okay. It's played still on like modern mainstream rock radio. Okay. It is, it is everywhere. It's such. It's one of their biggest songs of all time. And then there are lyrics like this in it, where it's just like, it's do you, pretty on the nose. Do you agree with me that that's the lyric? 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. For, oh, I thought it was like, oh, I like women's legs. I don't like, or I don't need like boobs. Yeah. <laughs> just what a specific take, a hot take to just like cement in your legacy <laughs> yeah. is just to be like, these parts are all right. These parts are not so great. Print it. Yeah. Send it. Yeah. Put that in the jacket of my album and let everyone read it. Here's the thing. I'm realizing all of the songs that we listen to are way more sexual than I initially thought. Yeah. I didn't well, except for like I the really Idols did. episode. <laughs> it yeah. was like very much like we were like, yeah. you know what's interesting I really about hate song? Tories and I, and I yeah. hate homophobes and I, and I hate racists. And then in this episode, we're just like, Rivers clearly likes sex. <laughs> uh, what's interesting about this is I, I keep talking about how the Green Album came after Pinkerton and was mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. full of lyrics that were just kind of like fluff and yeah. didn't really but this is from the Green Album this is on that so maybe go. it's not as fluffy as I thought I love the Green Album by the way so catchy yes. so like yes. pop hook laden fun songs but uh, different than Pinkerton so, alright so let's, let's hear your uh, your fourth four. my fourth lyric is from Everybody Get Dangerous also Everybody from this this Red song. Album yeah. And the first lyric to start the song, I believe, is when I was younger, I used to go and tip cows for fun. Yeah. Actually, I didn't do that because I didn't want the cow to be sad. And oh, is to that me, what he really says? <laughs> <laughs> to me, this is a very relatable lyric of like, <laughs> I didn't do, I didn't get up to bad stuff when I was a kid. But like, I like the brag, like, it's a little like, braggadocious in the beginning right he's like yeah that's right i used to tip cows in fact actually i didn't because i was really worried that they'd be sad and i would never disrespect a cow like that it makes me think of like all these times when i was a kid and like there was this random period of like middle school where like kids loved lighters and being little pyros and i was just not about that at all and like i remember going to bar mitzvah for some kid and like half the row in front of me were just like flip, flipping with lighters and like <laughs> playing the whole time. And I was always like, that's not me. I'm yes. a good kid who doesn't. I had friends like that too. I'm not even Jewish and I am respecting the synagogue more than you. <laughs> but like there's definitely been times in my life where I've, exa- I mean you too, where we've exaggerated yes. stories. Well, it's also that like he immediately takes it back, which is very funny to me. Yeah. Because, like, I also think about the things in my mind as, like, a kindergartner, first grader, and I got in trouble. And in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, I'm now a bad kid. Yes. And I look back at it, and it was like I wrote the word fatso <laughs> next to an illustration of, like, a big cartoon alien. I wrote fatso man, and I got brought to the principal in kindergarten or in first grade or third grader, whatever grade. And I remember being in the hallway being like, oh my God, I've misbehaved. This is going to change my life. I am going to have to write a letter home. And then I passed, we passed my kindergarten teacher. My kindergarten teacher was like, oh, Lucian, how are you? And my first grade teacher was like, Lucian's been bad. And I was like, wow, oh my That's God, I'm really, so this is, I'm and, now. And it affected you, it affected you dramatically to this day. No, I have had the same thing. I was such a little fucking baby. Back in well, like elementary were. and middle school, like like I wish that I could go back and realize that none of that shit mattered, just mm. so that I could be more of a troublemaker, just so that it would like I could have better stories to tell. Yeah, but like it, because like in in the moment, it's just like oh I can't do anything bad. I'm, I was such a fucking rule follower that like if I do something bad, like the whole world is gonna crash down on me. And I remember one time 
in fifth grade, I legitimately forgot. So, okay. So in fifth grade, we uh, had you got, uh, you got a repressed memory coming straight. No, it's not repressed. To, it's it's uh, definitely it's it's out in the open. I I remember it. It's we had a uh, like a reward system where you would get a dollar for doing something good, and you would lose a dollar for doing something bad. And at the end of the week, mm. you got to like buy something with your dollars. Like she brought okay. in like prizes and shit, or maybe Amazing. it was the end of the month or something. And uh, I legitimately one day forgot my homework. Like not yeah. that I didn't do it. I legitimately forgot it. And, uh, and she was like, I remember the teacher being like, I have to give you a minus one. Like that's uh, the rule. And I okay. literally cried. I cried. I was like, I can't, because like in my mind, all of the bad kids in the class had minus ones, yeah. like so many minus ones. And then I, I, me, a good kid had a minus one next to his name. Wow. And I was so upset. I was like, I can't believe I let down everybody. I let down myself. I let down my family. I let down, I let down my country. I let down God. <laughs> Yeah, God, God fucking smite, smit, smit, smiting, smithin, smith, smite, smooth, smooth. Yes, he hurt you. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean that's the thing, right? It's like in those moments, you're very much like, this is good. This is this is changing my life. I'm on a new course instead of being like a college student who's gonna be president one day. I'm now being sent to the place where they make bad boys who ride motorcycles and that's my yeah. destiny now <laughs> yeah it, and i'm gonna end up on the like other that. side of alana del rey song as a love interest because i've started oh. misbehaving now see now i wish that i could go back and redo my childhood so that i do turn out like that because i think like that a motorcycle bad soft. boy yeah, i want to be a motorcycle bad boy you still can that today could be the start of a new thing for you Shit, you're right. there's nothing stopping you from getting the cheapest motorcycle on Craigslist and self-identifying as a bad boy. I'll be right back. This is where we note that Andrew Stieglitz has left the podcast because he died in a motorcycle accident, everyone. <laughs> All right. What is your fifth and final lyric? Oh, my God. We're just going okay. through them. Okay. Um, well, I, I wanted to pull a lyric from Buddy Holly because it's my favorite Weezer song. But okay. I think the lyric from the song Dope Nose on the album Maladroit is better. Wow, so because you just tease us with the Buddy Holly. <laughs> I tease you with Buddy Holly, but Maladroit is so underrated. Don't okay. Know is a good song. And the lyric is better. So it is, uh, cheese smells so good on a burnt piece of lamb. Piece of what? And then he says a bad word of the year who could beat up your man. He says a bad word there. And I was surprised to see that that bad word was. I'm googling this because I don't know what that. Do you know? I don't know what the bad. It starts with an F. Oh wow! Like a Ble- F word uh, of uh, the year. Homophobic who could, word. Who could beat up? That. Yeah, who could beat up okay. your man? Now he's talking wow. about it. This is 2002. Keep in mind. Can you do the whole thing again? Sorry, what's is, what's the song? Again? Cheese smells so good on a burnt piece of lamb. Piece of what? F word of the year. Who could beat up your man? Weird. So. That in that context, I know that he's talking about not to put on the analysis hat, but he's not talking. Mm-hmm. He's not like calling somebody the effort. He's calling himself that, and he's mm-hmm. like, "I may be this. You you may call me this, but I could still beat up your man." You know, mm-hmm. uh, I love that cheese. He says cheese smell, smells so good on a burnt piece of lamb. That's that's disgusting. Burnt anything is not good to me. Some people like, but burnt why would stuff? you put cheese on lamb? You're making a lamb burger. <laughs> Maybe. Obviously. This is surprising. Yeah. I mean, 
you don't expect that from Rivers. You expect him to be a little uh, more restrained with his uh, curse choices. Yeah, well, I think that he probably put this in a song because he has been called that in his life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that he's like, if you're going to call me this, just know, okay, I may be that, but I can beat up your man. Okay. Yeah. You know. That makes sense. Uh, I see where he's coming from. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it wouldn't, he wouldn't put it in a song. No. I, I, absolutely this not. This is 2002, uh, and he was doing it in an ironic, cheeky way. Yeah, he wouldn't do it today, but I understand what he was going for. Yes. Would you put cheese on lamb? Would you do that? Yeah, I'd put some feta cheese on lamb. That sounds good. Put it in a burger, put that in my mouth. Feta cheese. I was, yeah, yeah, interesting. Interesting. I was picturing like American cheese. Just because you think of America first. (laughs) Of course. I always think of America first. Do you not? Um, Whenever somebody says anything to me, I think... In what context can I think about America? And then I think of what they say to me. Yes. It's like when you're in a conversation and you don't actually listen to what the person's saying, but you just think of My how you can filled. tell a story yes. about yourself. Was that a slight to me? It's a slight towards all of us. Um, so my fifth lyric, my final lyric of this pod is from Pork and Beans, which is that also from this Red Album? Red Album. Wow, I picked... Like three albums. Okay. I'm going to do the things that I want to do. I ain't got a thing to prove to you. I'll eat my candy with the pork and beans. Excuse my manners if I make a scene. Another gross food food reference. Gross food reference, but I appreciate it because he's basically like, who cares? I'm going to eat whatever food I want in whatever combination I want. And this makes me think of like my dad. Who does that? <laughs> that my dad, looking at these lyrics, I'm like, my dad is so self-assured that he makes disgusting food combinations and he's okay with it. Like, I've seen what, him eat, what like... combinations? So, I've seen him put, like, string cheese with, like, a chocolate, like, ice pop before and just, like, randomly eat those together. Or I'll what? see him just put, like, cheese and yogurt, like, a, a fruity yogurt for no reason. Or... He just loves like combining things. He'll put like jelly with the strangest things. His biggest breakfast, his go-to breakfast every single day, which I get behind. It's so good. But I realize it's not a common thing is he puts cream cheese on waffles and then puts syrup on that, which is less common, but it's delicious. It's great. That doesn't surprise me as much as string cheese with oh, chocolate. No. What yeah. is it? What was string, it? He, like, he takes like a chocolate... Um, like uh, like a dove bar and he puts like a piece of string cheese and he's like, look at me. And he often does this like with me watching as like getting a reaction, but he genuinely could combine. In his mind, I think it's all going to the same place. So if you like it, you like it, you put it together. So, hey, I'm just saying that's self-actualization, baby. You don't got to care about what people think. You're eating the candy with the pork and beans. And that proves you can do it. I've often wondered this too, like, I love hamburgers. We uh, cheeseburgers great. Would I blend it together and eat it as like a smoothie? Probably not. But ugh, you that'd be doing you. I'm, I'm like I'm 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 not okay right now. You gotta take a break. <sighs> That's pretty gross. Pretty yes, gross. pretty gross. So there you go. Five Weezer lyrics. I guess we gotta write our own on this. I did not do this before, so I'm. 
I got to improvise one. And this is, this is, this is the hardest one for me, I think so far. This is hard because like I say, every time I try and get their cadence down, I don't mm-hmm. know what his cadence would be. It's like slow, like, you know what I mean? All right. I just wrote one. I got some bad ones, but All let's right. hear uh, you want. Let's hear yours. So I wrote, I, give me a cadence. I'll, I'll just, I don't even, I can't do cadences. I'm just going to say it. Dude, say it. Me and my pops got a clown mask. Gonna scare the jock kids on their ass. Ooh. Got a friend named Sarah Jean. Want to kill her boyfriend, but that is mean. So I went home and ate a big mango. Guess I'm all alone. Solo tango. Dude, that's good. That's I, I genuinely see that in, under like a like a very power pop guitar, like like na 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 na. You know what I mean? Well, it's it's a, okay. Not to I, I see that here, as a as a Weezer. I was like, what is what? So the first verse is like him hating on Jock kids, right? Yes. And just like yep. thinking about how he wants to take revenge on them. Second verse is how he hates someone's. He's obsessed with someone and just wants to kill their boyfriend, which is something that I could easily see him say. But then yes. being like, I couldn't do that. Then he goes home and just takes and doesn't, he doesn't do any of this stuff. And he just like is by himself all alone, dancing on his own. It's, it's just like he didn't do any of it. He didn't, all that stuff he was scared, he, he like really wanted to get out was just nothing. They were just words and feelings that he's not ever going to act on. Yeah, no, that is, that is definitely a, a Rivers Cuomo lyric for sure. Thank you, Rivers. Here's mine. Hit me up. I took a look in your book and I wrote this little hook. Yes, I plead for your love, your love that I mistook. And I want to tell you that I need you so, but all I should do is just go, go, go. <laughs> so once again, he's reading someone else's book, Rivers. Yes, reading book, Bad. pleading for love, uh, realizing that he did something wrong. Your love that I mistook. Hmm. Uh, go 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 at the door or go 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 like I shouldn't talk to you anymore because uh, all I want is your love that you're not reciprocating mm. that's so. I, I don't think that we should analyze our own lyrics here which no I, it is funny that we are <laughs> analyzing our own <laughs> lyrics but hey That's it for our lyrical deep dive of Weezer. If you content hounds want more Lyric Boys content, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Lyric Boys. We'll post Spotify and Apple Music playlists of all the Weezer songs we mentioned. If you want to send us hate mail, fan mail, recipes, stock tips, insider trades, email us at lyricboyspod at gmail.com. Most importantly, please like, please subscribe, please leave a review. Tell a friend about this podcast. We want you to do that. We want listeners. We want validation. Mm -hmm. Steve, let's say any last words? Mm, Nope. No, No last words. All right. Goodbye.